What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Presidential Fight Club, the show that answers the question, if all 44 presidents fought each other one-on-one, who would win? Hosted by two history professors who have too much time on their hands, Scott Rank and James Early. Welcome to the final fight of round two of the Western Regional. Two presidents we haven't seen before show up. First one is the hero of the Gulf War, Bush 41, George Herbert Walker Bush, father of W, going up against Missouri's own Harry Truman. James, tell us about Bush 41. All right, George Herbert Walker Bush, 41st president. It's really interesting because... For those who are old enough to remember the 1988 presidential campaign, he got labeled by the Democrats with the the term wimp. Everybody said he's a wimp. They talked about the wimp factor and all that. And that is probably one of the most unjust criticisms of any president or presidential candidate that we've ever had. Um, George H.W. Bush was anything but a wimp. When he was... uh, 18, he was about ready to go to college. He was going to go to Yale. I should back up and say he was, I have to say he was raised in great privilege and wealth. His father, Prescott, was a U.S. senator and very wealthy, uh, not quite on the level of the Kennedys or the Roosevelts, but still, uh, he didn't miss any meals. And, and George H.W. didn't have to, you know, chop wood or do farm chores or anything like that, like a Lincoln or or even Ronald Reagan, who was born into great poverty as well, which I did not mention. But uh, George H.W., nevertheless, even though he was privileged, he did not try to get out of the war. When war broke out, he was about to go to Yale, and he decided instead to sign up for the Navy. And he actually, like Reagan, he volunteered to become a fighter pilot. Unlike Reagan, he could actually see. (laughs) So, uh, So George Bush became the youngest, at least for a while, he was the youngest fighter, fighter pilot in the entire U.S. Navy. He was very courageous. He, he served in several missions. And then finally, uh, as often happens with pilots, you run out of luck. And he was shot down. His plane uh, crashed into the sea. He was able to eject prior to that. And he ended up in the water, in the ocean. And uh, fortunately, he was rescued uh, and he wasn't on the water all that long, but they did get him out. And after that, he was pretty much done with, with, uh, then the war, the war ended soon after that, but he was very courageous. You know, having been in the military, he would have had again, some survival training combat, at least some basic hand to hand fighting skills. 
Um, he was a, actually a pretty large man, um, six foot two, one of our taller presidents, about 200 pounds, you know, not, not very uh, fat or, or corpulent or anything like that, but certainly uh, strong and tall. So he had a good reach. He was also a lefty. Like uh, we were talking about Bill Clinton was a lefty. He was also left-handed. That was kind of interesting. The, the main two candidates in the 1992 election were left-handers. I don't know about Ross Perot, but I'm not counting him as a main candidate. (laughs) But anyway, he doesn't get to fight in this contest, but also uh, interesting thing about George HW Bush is he, when he got out of the war and the war ended, Uh, I should say when the war ended and he got out of the Navy, he then went back to Yale and enrolled. And by this time, he was like 22 years old and he got on the baseball team and he was a very good baseball player. He was the team captain when he was older. They called him Poppy because he was so much older than the others. (laughs) It's like, yeah, okay, you're 22. So you're an old man. (laughs) It's kind of funny. 23, 24. Yeah, so old. But um so that's the extent of his combat and his uh, fighting ability. Not certainly not anywhere near the wimpiest and not the wimp that he was called later. Maybe not the most experienced and toughest fighter we've ever had, but definitely I think he could hold his own. All right. Good summary. And to give credit where credit is due, I think that Bush 41 is one of the great dark horses in this contest, kind of like Gerald Ford. He has a reputation as being either weak or klutzy or whatever. But if you look at the facts, really tough guy. And it's more about our biases or maybe the political propaganda and the hatchet men of the other party that created this image. And that's what we think about them than the actual fact. So I have my work cut out for me. So I'll do my best with Harry Truman. All right. Harry Truman does have military experience. He fought in World War I. He served in combat in France and transferred to the Army Reserve and retired. He was, I think, a captain in uh, World War I and then later became a colonel over uh, a period of time. In terms of his physical ability, average guy. He was 5'10", weighed 185 pounds when he became president. He had, a, however, a slow heartbeat, chronically low blood pressure, He was very nearsighted and wore glasses from age six. Other than that, his health was okay. Now, I'll say this about Truman. Here's the factor that I think is really going to put him over the top. That And this is a factor we haven't mentioned yet in Presidential Fight Club. We've talked about physical ability, military experience, aggressiveness, competitiveness. But here's something Truman has in far more abundance than any other president has. And that is luck. Unless you think that doesn't matter, Napoleon once said, I would rather have a general who is lucky than one who is good. So Bush 41 might be good, but Truman is lucky. Here's why I think he's lucky. No one has failed upwards in life the way that Truman has. Uh, I'm from Missouri and I haven't been to the Truman Museum, but I know a lot of people who have. And I've had guests on the History Unplugged podcast who talked about Truman. If you listen to the interview about Tom Pendergast, you might know where I'm going with this. So here's why Truman failed upward in life. In Kansas City from the 19 teens, definitely the 20s and up through the late 30s, the city was ruled by a party boss named Tom Pendergast who ran the city like a Caesar. His Political machine controlled where public money went. Political positions were given out like Halloween candy as favors. And one of the people who received that was Harry Truman, because in his unit in World War I, there were a lot of Irishmen. 
many from Kansas City. One of them was Tom Pendergast's nephew. Truman gets back from the war, starts up a haberdashery, which is like a men's clothing store, completely fails. Everything he touches turns to failure. So he thinks, I'm going to ask my friend, who's Pendergast's nephew, if he can get me a job. And Big Boss Tom says, Harry, you look like a good man. Let's make you judge of Jackson County. And judge in that time, it wasn't in the legal sense, more like an administrative position. Does that for a number of years. Up into 1936, at the height of Pendergast power, where he not only controls the city of Kansas City, he controls the state of Missouri, says, Harry, you're like a good Midwestern boy. We should put you in the Senate. So he stuffs the ballot box. Truman gets into the Senate. Then when it's time to decide who will be the vice president for Roosevelt's fourth term, they think, well, Roosevelt is inoffensive enough. He's Midwestern. He's bland. He'll be a good placeholder so he can just tie a bow on this World War II effort and then move on with America. Roosevelt dies right at the time when we're ready to put the finishing touches. The Manhattan Project is complete and Roosevelt pulls the trigger and drops the bomb. So no one is better at being the right place at the right time fails upward in life, puts where he needs to be. So in the Napoleonic calculus, he would win because he is incredibly lucky. And just one other thing about um, Truman's character that I think is worth mentioning. He was considered by many to be a humble man, which isn't something you describe a lot of presidents as being, but he could also be supremely confident in his own judgment. He also was known for kind of like Andrew Jackson, having an explosive temper and salty language and, that worried some people now that we were in the atomic age and worried that we might set off World War III if he had a tantrum. But he liked the rough and tumble of politics. His famous motto was, if you can't stay on the heat, stay out of the kitchen. So he's ready to get into the kitchen, might get burned, doesn't care. And even if he's not a good fighter, doesn't matter because he is the luckiest president we have had. Will luck prevail against George Herbert Walker Bush? Well, I'm afraid that this is a close one. It really is. We've got two combat veterans, Truman, of course, being a a land combat veteran, a very, apparently from all accounts, a very gifted uh, commander of men, no fear. Uh, But of course, George W. was, George H.W., excuse me, George Bush Sr., he was also uh, completely fearless in combat. And uh, the voters gave George... A little bit of an edge. It was it was fairly close, but George comes out on top, and I think primarily due to his, uh, I was going to say his baseball experience, <laughs> but he, he didn't get to bring a bat, so hmm, uh, maybe the act of throwing a ball is similar to the act of punching, <laughs> but yeah. he's also taller, so he's got a bit better reach and just a little bit larger man and maybe just a little bit more physically fit and uh, gifted, so George... H.W. Bush, uh, just by a nose. Okay, well, he advances. Bush 41. We're now moving on to round three of the Western Regional in the next fight. We're going to see a clash of generals, a second clash of generals. So if you love your military history, the greatest generals who became presidents have been facing off, Taylor versus Grant, we saw before. Grant is coming back, and he is going to be going up against Dwight D. Eisenhower. Thanks for listening to Presidential Fight Club. If you'd like to download your own printable bracket sheets for each regional tournament so you can guess how the tournament will go, check out presidentialfightclub.com. 
We'd appreciate it if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as well. Thanks for listening, and may you fight with the stamina of Teddy Roosevelt, the courage of George Washington, and the reach of Abraham Lincoln. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.